0: Okay, that was weird. I pushed the wrong button, but it's okay. It's episode 369, and it's Monday. We're doing the best we can, and uh, we're here. We're here. You're here. I'm here. And it's November 9th, where I am. The election happened. We did all that stuff. And now it's time to talk to each other on a Monday. So this is it. It's just me today. Here we go hello greetings it's monday we did it we made it made it to monday (sighs) i think that's good right i think that's good i don't know what to think about uh i don't know what to think about this monday i've got some motivational talk because it's motivational monday i'm anxious to see all of you i'm a bit confused about uh what's going on in the world as as perhaps we all are because it's it's a little confusing because they tell you Everything's all sorted, but is it all sorted? Hmm. I don't know. We're gonna find that out. We're gonna find that out as the days as the days progress. I think that I think it's all sorted. That's what I want to believe. All right, now let's just get me over to be able to where I can say hello to the people who are here. I'm now interacting as Jake Johansson. Well that's good news, because that's who I am. And why can't I see today's show? I don't know we're 45 seconds in, and I'm about to say hello. Hello, Rachel. Good to see you, David. Greetings, Joan. Buenos dias, Flavia. Yay, I'm here. You're here. Rich, hello. And Julie, also hello. So that's it. That's who's here right at the moment, and I'm excited about it. At least that's who I can see who's here because they're saying hello. Bob, you made it. Beautiful weather in Augusta, Georgia. Ah, glad to hear it been a bit crazy breezy we had pouring rain saturday morning and then cold here in santa monica i think it's around 49 50 here um christopher hello laura you're heading to the airport thanks for accompanying you on the lift ride yeah good to see you jen greetings squeeze the brain say hello um yeah so monday i'm glad i'm glad we're all here guess who's not here lady jerry as you know as you can see she's not here she's not hiding she's not coming she told me she was she had some kind of appointment and uh, she wouldn't tell me what it was for and i think i'm assuming she's all okay she said it was fine i said jesus i'm married to you are you okay is it a doctor thing um but she wouldn't explain and uh, she did cut her finger over the weekend i don't think she needs to go to the doctor but she does like to go to the doctor me, not a big fan of going to the doctor. I like to wait for things to get better. Um, sleep. Try not to move it very much. These are these are the type of doctor advice I have. If you've got a sore shoulder? Try not to move it too much. Just take it take it easy. Maybe stretch it out a little bit, but don't try try not to move it. There's my advice. Oh, people are checking in. Keith, uh, Joan, feeling better? I'm feeling pretty good. It's mayonnaise Monday. Todd, come on. So um, I'm feeling better. I've been doing some therapeutic dips in the ocean, and man, it is cold. Fanula came with me yesterday and today, because she's into it too now. But it's cold enough that everybody's wearing winter parkas and stuff, so when you get down to your just trunks and skin and get in the ocean, <laughs> yesterday when we went in, people came over and take took video of us getting out of the ocean so this isn't my only show i'm also viral on some kind of maniacs who go in the freezing ocean on a blowy day i mean it was so windy yesterday we could i had to say to fanula we can't go in the water past where our feet come off the bottom because the riptide was going just completely sideways so you know we just went in up about up to here and we're kind of dunking up over our heads um (laughs) jen yeah maybe it is a surprise belinda's trip to the doctor. Greetings from Oakland, Oakland, birthplace of a recently famous person. Um, <laughs> the Kaiser Hospital uses the one where Kamala Harris was born. Wow, that's exciting. Pregnancy confirmation, Jen? Well, it could be. Maybe maybe Belinda's gonna have our love baby. Oh god, I don't know if I'm gonna even make it till I'm till that kid goes to college. Eighteen years, I like my chances. What do I be? Seventy eight? Well the baby won't be born probably till I'm sixty one, so um Don, you're still in a good mood. Glad to hear it. Um, Jen, you're in a relaxing mood. Yeah, you're on the Percocet. Uh, Flavia, sounds like fun at the beach. Yeah, it, it was fun. I mean, it is super cold. Uh, uh, it's a pretty, Fanula kind of got it when we got out of the water as we're driving back. She goes, I bet none of these people went in the ocean today <laughs> because they, the only people in the water were in full wetsuits. So we were pretty, we were pretty powerful um, and it was good. <laughs> Keith, the doctors keep asking you back well, that's the curse of being popular oh my goodness, speaking of being popular um, <clears throat> the Comedy Magic Club is one of my favorite clubs here and I just reached out to them today to see if there might be a possibility to do some version of an online show uh, either from through their website or from, it would be great if we could do it from inside the club You know, have the comedians be socially distanced and perform on stage but it's just making me nuts that they're shut and the club in Chicago is shut um, and um and so anyway i'm 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 really hoping that uh, something like that may happen because I'm missing the famous places that I used to play Zanies in Chicago I hear is going to be uh shutting down um did you say forties outside and I went in the water yes, Jen I did I said it was about forty nine maybe 50 degrees and i went in the water the water's probably around 60 they say the water is 64 but i think it's colder than that um yeah, so yeah it was it was cold maybe i'll shoot a little video tomorrow when we go and uh i think i've got a camera that i can take in the water that's always fun um Am I always writing new material, Todd? Well, I've been trying to think about how to write new material. I did have somebody, um, somebody, message me yesterday from Chicago about the idea of doing a uh, a comedy show, fifteen minute comedy show for their IT event. And I said, look, I need to talk to the guy because uh, comedy show. I mean, I can do fifteen minutes of this or fifteen minutes of materialish talking like this. Uh, where I've got it a little more organized than this. But I, I kind of feel like, look, it's it's got to be... It can't just be my stand-up act in my room where I can't hear anybody. That's just too weird. Um, God bless Alex Trebek, by the way. Yeah, Jen, I concur. Alex Trebek, holy cow. I mean, he really grew on me. Because, I mean, he, how long had he been doing that show? So many decades, decades, you know? And I remember 25... Thirty years ago, thinking this guy he acts so smug, like he knows everything, and uh, you know when he tells you the answer, no, I'm sorry, it's the Persian Empire. What is the Persian Empire? Um, anyway, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. What a what a cool what a cool job. What a cool career. When you think about your career, when you think about what you did with your life and how that you know hosting a game show is not i think many people's dream of show business when they go into show business but then to have it was such a smart show i mean and nothing wrong with pat sajak and wheel of fortune uh those are the two shows that have been on for so long that i can think of right now not and nothing wrong with uh, the price is right either drew carey's show um and I think part of the part of the thing that's funny about it is is you're having this interaction with real people, not just other <laughs> showbiz douchebags. <laughs> oh, showbiz douchebags! I miss them. I miss them. That's why I want to go down and hang out at the Comedy and Magic Club and do some shows. It's not just being on stage at the Comedy and Magic Club; it's also being backstage with the other fellow showbiz douchebags because. Uh, we may be douchebags, but we like each other. <laughs> and who who can say that about their own peer peer group? Any Norm Crosby stories? Rich, give me a break. No, I don't have any Norm Crosby stories. Um, I did meet. Uh, I did meet. I did meet. I did meet Yakov Smirnov. Uh, la this. I think it was actually this year at the Comedy and Magic Club, and that was a positive experience. That's a guy. That's another guy who's had a career. That at first, you, well, I mean, I, I guess that's my career too. You, you kind of just, you, you don't really understand what's going on until it, until you get there. Do I ever do the, ever do Funny Bone Comedy Club or Spaghetti Works in Des Moines? I've done, I did the Funny Bone in Des Moines years uh, years ago, Brad. Um, but then when Todd, I think, is it Todd? Oh, God, I hate to say his name wrong. But the guy who owned it passed away, and, and then when his wife took over, it just had trouble scheduling it. Um, so, <laughs> Alex, net worth of 75000000 million. You'd be okay with that, Joan? Well, that's $75 million at death. And so, the other question that you've got to ask yourself is, what would you do if you had, I don't know what your number is where you feel like you could be living the life that you're living I mean, obviously, if you've got 75 million you're not you're, you're you're banking that, you're not saving that, so he's loving his show um, but for him to have the life that he wanted he didn't need all that money, and a lot of us don't need all the money that we need um, and I don't know if uh, I well, it, it, uh, yeah, would you keep doing your job if you... Whatever job you have, if you had $75 million, would you keep doing it? Because that's the other element that he had. Not only did he have financial security success uh, sitting on top of a giant pile, but he also loved his job enough that even though he had $75 million, give or take, because a lot of times they don't we don't know the exact amounts, even though he had that much money in the bank, he still... Couldn't wait to get out of bed and go to work every day, and I think that's—I think he worked almost till the till the very end. Um, uh, Bob Barker, Brad, yeah, Bob had a little bit of a creepy side, but who doesn't? Uh, just watch the Chappelle hosting SNL, Laura. Yeah, I watched that too. It was it was pretty great. Yeah, Chappelle's doing those shows in the cornfield. If you go on uh, YouTube, you can see his show just after George Floyd called eight forty six eight colon four six the numbers. And uh, that's that's a quite a powerful show. But yeah, he's been doing those shows in a cornfield. I was trying to think of when people were complaining about the noise. That was one thing. And that got me thinking last night. I was thinking, could you do a show? Because the Comedy Magic Club has a rooftop parking lot. Could you do a show in a rooftop parking lot? The problem that Dave Chappelle was having was that it was too noisy. But could you do that show where, for example, um, I'm doing the show on... Facebook Live and also YouTube Live or wherever, but you could do it on one of these live platforms, but where uh, you're not so concerned about the video, just the audio, and everybody's in the audience with their phones and headsets so that you don't have to yell. You can just talk, and they can hear you over their headsets, and would they be laughing enough to give you the feedback? But then also, how do you keep them far enough apart that they don't crowd the stage? But that would be a way that you could kind of do a secret comedy show where people would see the crowd and they would see the guy standing on the stage and they just wonder what the hell is going on. Um, so I uh, that was an idea that I had last night. And feel free, anybody who has a way to execute that, to please contact me, Jake at jakethis and let's try it because I'm ready to try that somewhere. Um, so, um, idea. Oh, what is the ideal circuit of shows for you once you can do them again for me david um i like the places i had always been working greetings to arizona there uh maria or Mar- i think it's maria but it may be mariah and i love your um avatar with the red hair there come to iowa yeah i'm just kind of reading back through the corns corn shows it- if they can do drive-up rallies, you can do drive-up shows. Yeah, the drive-up shows are not so good. I want to get people close enough where I can hear them, their actual laughy response. Um, yes, Ed, my bit is that I could never be a billionaire. I would quit way before then. So I did have a thing for Motivational Monday, and I just wanted to talk about this for a minute. Not that it's... Uh, um, they're doing shows on the top of the Grove parking structure. Interesting. Yeah, I bet those are music shows, but I, I don't know. Um, so, so the uh, it's motivational Monday, and I and I I'm a big fan of this book called Shantaram, and it's by Gregory David Roberts. And I think I may have mentioned it here before. And this book is has been out for a, since a while ago. And I first found out about it from my friend uh, Tom Rhodes, comedian. Uh, and uh, he had his own television show, and he has a great podcast. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but if you just go to the podcast thing and look up Tom Rhodes. And I've been on the podcast, and we've talked about this book, Shantaram. And I've talked to, about it with him on my podcast when he's been a bit a guest. Tom, R-H-O-D-E-S. Tom Rhodes recommended this book. Shantaram is one of his favorite books, and he's talked about it on a number of podcasts, um, so because I respect Tom, and I, in fact, I, I love Tom, uh, he, uh, he recommended this book, "Shantaram" by Gregory David Roberts. And it's a thick book. It's, I don't know, 800 pages or something. The paperback of it is this, you know, like two and a half inches thick. It's a big one. Um, and I listened to the audio book, which is great. The guy who reads the audio book, because it's about an Australian... Who gets out of prison then gets involved in indian uh with Indian gangsters in india and uh, it's so it's it's kind of a it's it's a fun story and it's got philosophy and parts of the book are a little heavy handed with the philosophy and a little lighter on the um, plot story but uh, there's there's a ton of story in there it's and it's really fun, and the guy who reads the audiobook is terrific, so Shantaram, highly recommended it highly recommended it and and it has one of the best opening paragraphs of a book you know i mean obviously it was the best of times it was the worst of times that's a great sentence um <laughs> that's that's not that's not from shantaram uh but uh, this is the opening sentence of shantaram which i thought was good today for um for motivational monday it took me a long... This is the opening uh, opening sentence of Shantaram by Gregory David Roberts, amazing book and really terrific audio book. The guy who reads it, very good. It took me a long time and most of the world to learn what I know about love and fate and the choices we make. But the heart of it came to me in an instant while I was chained to a wall and being tortured. I realized somehow through the screaming of my mind that even in that shackled, bloody helplessness, I was still free, free to hate the men who were torturing me, or to forgive them. Doesn't sound like much, I know, but in the flinch and bite of the chain, when it's all you've got, that freedom is a universe of possibility, and the choice you make between hating and forgiving can become the story of your whole life. Just powerful, I think. I think that that choice between hating and forgiving is uh, now maybe it's motivational Monday, and this might be a little bit of a sermon. <laughs> but uh, that choice between forgiving and hating is an important choice, and I think I think a lot of us, uh, if you go by the election and how close it was, there's a lot of hating and an opportunity for a lot of forgiving right now, and I think. <clears throat> I think that the thing about hating is uh you know that saying about uh, it's like swallowing poison and hoping the other person's going to die. So forgiveness not only benefits the person who's being forgiven but it's uh, it benefits you and I think I think if we can all kind of think about uh how much of our heart how much in our heart we can we can find some forgiveness for the people who were who were hating right now. <clears throat> we could maybe make the place, the world, a little bit better. And uh, I guess this advice is not for everybody, (laughs) because uh, it seems like some people are still stuck with the hating. But that's their problem, not our problem. All right, there you go. Uh, So, scrolling back up, I just... Scrolling back. um, Julie says she would not keep doing what she does. That's interesting, Julie, because... uh, if you were if you were rich because uh, my dream you know before i became a comedian when i first left college high school to go to college was to become a veterinarian which is what you are um so i did find my dream job and i'm i'm sorry that you know i do i do get that uh, if it was it up to me i think i might uh, i might only work my ideal circuit david as you said my ideal circuit um and that would include a lot of places you know i'm sadly the the club in austin texas uh, cap cities is out of business but i definitely uh love austin and would like to be able to go back there i I like uh, all the cities in texas i mean all the ones that i've worked at regularly dallas and and houston and austin i'd love to be back at those places uh i'd love to be back in south florida i've had some great times down there but uh, again it's you got to find the right venue um but uh, you know, I've had fun in West Palm Beach and uh, and Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I always uh, I've enjoyed shows in Atlanta and and the and then 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 now to go back to some of the real favorites, of course, Washington D.C. My God. If I could go back in time and play some of the venues, the, the old Comedy Cafe and the, the improv in Washington, D.C., I would, I would do that. Um, I'd love to be back in Minneapolis at Acme, and that's definitely gonna happen one of these days. I'd love to get back to Zaney's in Chicago, the Punchline in San Francisco, and Cobbs in San Francisco. Uh, I love Laughs in Seattle, and all the places that I've played in Seattle are great. Portland is a terrific comedy town. San Diego, Los Angeles, of course. Um, St. Louis, uh, Des Moines. Um, those That's just off the top of my head. Phoenix. I l- love it there. So there. Right, Boston. My goodness, I almost forgot. Boston and New York City. So write those cities down. Figure out where I'm going to play in those cities. Email me, jake at jakethis.com and uh, also let me know how to do that uh, YouTube show. Um, so, so, Julie, your son's your son's graduation was, uh, was cars in a parking lot turned to an FM frequency. Yeah, I, I believe it. Uh, Dave Little, you love Tom Rhodes. Oh, Dave Little, I'm glad to see you're here, Dave, because I've been waiting to show this on the show. Um, I found this from when I was at the Addison Improv, and this is me and Dave and Eddie, the manager, and I can't remember the other comic's name, but we all went to. I kept calling it Rocket Town, and Dave was so mad about that. But that's that's Dave on the. Uh, well, I don't. Dave's the guy in the light colored pants and he's a hilarious comic in the Dallas area. That's me with my thumbs up in the middle, um, the co-middle of this photo. But we went to Mission Control in Houston, Texas. That's the space shuttle there in the photo. And uh, we just... Uh, I kept calling it Rocket Town. We had, the, we had a really fun day, Dave. Uh, Dave and I have had many good times on the road, so I can't wait to get back there. Although, the fun meter today... I'm still riding high. I'm doing good on the fun meter and I forgot to turn on the fart machine. And where is the button? Oh, it's over here for Lady Jerry. There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do have canned farts. I need a canned laugh machine. That's what I need. I need a little laugh. I need a, like the fart machine, but with laughs. Can we, do they have that? Oh my God. Did you see the, uh, that uh, televangelist guy laughing about? <laughs> Uh, about Joe Biden winning the election. That was the weirdest sci-fi craziness I've ever seen. Uh, Keith retired a year earlier and never regretted it. <clears throat> Flavia feels pretty motivated after this weekend's announcement. Yeah, well, you, you can't depend on external uh, factors for your motivation, but uh, yeah, there was there was quite a bit of honking and celebrating in the streets here. Um, yeah, Joan on your Facebook page, hatred from both sides. Yeah, um snooze a lot of friends i think that's the approach you got to just put them on pause a little bit till they calm down um don raleigh of course raleigh uh um todd yeah you're in you're in the you're in the having fun quitting your real job cartoon world i love that milwaukee i have had fun in milwaukee i didn't mention milwaukee cleveland forgot to mention cleveland um Carl is uh, also endorsing Shantaram. Um, uh, Okay, I'm just scrolling down here. All the Trump flag came down in your neighborhood, Rich. Well, yeah. I I, I feel like the Biden flags are coming down, too. I mean, it's time to just get on with the world. Start forgiving. Um, So, Brad, can you nominate me to perform at the company's national sales kickoff to do virtual comedy act first week in January. Well, you can, Brad. Um, usually when I when I do those sales kickoffs, Brad, the the, the way uh, I do it is I come out and I'll do uh, I'll do five minutes of a little bit of my material and material that I've written specifically for the company. Then I watch the executives uh, do their presentations, and then I come on and sum up what they've said and introduce the next speaker. And when I say sum up, I'm, I'm 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 gleaning little jargony acronym things that are I, I pretend that I'm like the temporary employee who kind of doesn't quite get it, um, and it's been pretty good. So you can pitch me to do that. Uh, that's that's what I actually prefer to do with sales kickoffs, and I've found that online it, on these virtual events, it's worked really well because you do a little bit of that, and then you can have a little bit of this kind of interacting. Because that's one thing. The, the executives all want to do their presentations as they've written them to make sure they cover all the content. And then I do the filling in the middle. Um, <laughs> yes, Carl, I'm telling you, Conway did not, did not win. Conway, Kanye is not the president. He didn't make it. He did get 200,000-something votes, though, uh, which is... <laughs> surprising to me that if you're you are like to go and vote in this election was not easy. I mean, I get that you got a ballot sent to your house, so maybe it is easy, but the <laughs> yeah, the idea that you're voting in the presidential election and you Kanye was your choice, it just seems a little bit like no matter which side you're on, <laughs> you know, we got better things to do than vote for Kanye right now. But uh, 200,000 people say to me, no. And that's more people than listen to this show. So what do I know? Um, Can I do the next show in front of the Four Seasons? Yeah, well, if I could find a Four Seasons landscaping business here, um, or uh, or a porn store... That would that would be great. I, there's a couple of guys at my jujitsu place that uh, that have weed dispensaries. <laughs> Maybe I, d- I doubt. I doubt it's probably there's some kind of it's illegal to do a show from a weed dispensary. I'm sure, but uh, that would be a good place to do a show um, if you if you can't get a uh, sex toy shop available. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, Brad, I'm sorry. So I. Brad Johnson, I'm sorry that you're getting a little confused by all the Brads in this house today, but uh, I'm very popular with Brads. That's all I can say. Um, and who can remember the Brads? The Brads are those things that you stick through the loose leaf paper and then bend the other end. That's, that's the other Brad pun that I've got right now. But then again, I haven't worked all this out before I did the show. Did I see the Iowa State University as number one at five and one in the big The Big 12, with the best running back, Breeze Hall, and an awesome quarterback, Purdy. Go Cyclones. Well, Brad, I hadn't seen that. This is how I get a lot of my news. (laughs) And believe me, this is a good way to get all your news. People tell me the news, and then I know the news. Because if you watch TV, the a-holes that we've got in charge of telling us the news, they can't stop telling you the news, even though you already know what they're telling you. There's no way to go, look, I already know that. Wolf, 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 wolf! cool it, I already know that, um, they won't, they won't calm down at all, so, uh, Dave Little doesn't mind Brad's, well, (laughs) Dave, I don't mind Brad's either, Brad's are all right, I just was trying to find a way to say butter dick, because I know that you love that, but, uh, I, I couldn't, uh, oh, butter dick, um, I'd like to ask Mister Predicto a question. So, uh, what uh, what's a good question for Mister Predicto? Um, Jones Steelers eight and O, but you like hockey. <laughs> well, uh, I don't think we're doing hockey right now. Are we doing hockey right now? Oh, this is how I get my news. Now I got to ask questions. Um, that's sad. I don't know if we're doing hockey right now. Let's let's do a little bit of a, a question here. Would you like? Would you like to be proudest of your accomplishments or your character? <sighs> okay, this is this is a good question, but I think the idea that those two things are interchangeable is is absurd. It's a non sequitur. Um, you can have uh, you can have good character and also have great accomplishments and. Uh, And you can also have great accomplishments and be a complete douche dick, butter dick. You can be a complete butter dick and still have great accomplishments. But I like to think that I'm staying out of the butter dick category and uh, I've accomplished all the things that I have. Now, who knows if I had gone full butter dick what I might have been able to achieve, but that's just not who I am. So, um... I think I think people n- need, in general, to pay more attention to their character and their personal integrity, because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of butter dicks out there. <laughs> um, so try to pay attention to your character and don't worry about how that's going to affect your accomplishments, because you'll find people you'll find people who uh, appreciate your character and your integrity, and uh, and that's more important some in some ways to find your people. Is more important than accomplishments. Sometimes, yeah. A lot of people are character. Character, hands down. I'm loving that. Um, <laughs> uh, douche your dick, douche your dick, Dave, or douche dick, douche dick, douche dick, douche dick. Uh, Lord, Jer- Lady Jerry and I have got one where if somebody says something, if they kind of get you with a zing, and it's also sort of a, a butter dick move, we'll say douché, douché, like touche, only douché, um, so I like that, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm ready, I don't know if douche dick's gonna take off for you Dave, but I wish you a lot of good luck, um, well, Carol, you are a hockey fan, I've been to a Blue Jackets game, what do you think about that, um, Question for Mr. Predicto. Will Lady Jerry be joining us tomorrow? Um, I'm going to tell you that I doubt it because uh, I think she's got a lot of stuff to do, but I hope so. Let's ask uh, Mr. Predicto. Will Lady Jerry be joining us tomorrow, Mr. Predicto? Without hesitation, yes. Wow. Mr. Predicto, without hesitation. So that's great. Um, Lady Jerry will be here tomorrow. And a lot of people are, are backing me up on this Trump thing. Trump thing. Jen, asks Mr. Predicto if Trump is going to chain himself to the desk in the Oval Office. Okay. Uh, Mr. Predicto, will Trump chain himself to the desk in the Oval Office and refuse to leave? Hmm. It is a strong possibility. Mm, Mr. Predicto, he's not giving a definitive answer, but he is indicating that he understands uh, something about uh, Trump's current attitude. So, uh, so that's that's for whatever that's worth. Um, so, Sue, my sister, saying my current favorite swear, although I don't get to use it much or even is t- twatapotamus, twatapotamus. Wow. Twatapotamus, I feel like as a man you got to watch out for the uh, twatapotamus uh, swear. That's a that's a that's a tricky one. Mm. <sighs> oh, Brad, nice pun on the uh, resolute desk there. Uh, <sighs> all right, <laughs> Jen knew it was a strong possibility. Um, so that is the show for today. Man, I didn't know if I'd be able to get through. It. And let's go back. And read the end of this from Shantaram. The choice you make between hating and forgiving can become the story of your life. So decide what the story of your life you want to be about, hating or forgiving. Um, And today's today's Seize the Day, thank you, Rachel, and hopefully Lady Jerry will be back tomorrow, um, is from Mandy Hale. I'm not sure who Mandy Hale is, and I don't have time to Google that right now, but Mandy Hale says happiness is letting go of what you think your life is supposed to look like and celebrating it for everything that it is. And that's kind of what we've been talking about. If you're hosting a game show and you love it, if you're a stand-up comedian who's doing shows for people who he enjoys doing shows for, you should, uh, you should love it. Happiness is letting go of what you think your life is supposed to look like and celebrating it for everything that it is. So uh, I'm trying to do that. I really am trying to do that. I'm trying not to get too caught up in what I wish was going on right now, which is business as usual, all of us. Um, traveling around the country and doing what I do, and kind of embracing this, which I am really trying to embrace. This it's it's a lot, man. I didn't realize <laughs> weekdays at three p.m. was going to go on for quite this long, but uh, I am embracing it, and I am enjoying it. And uh, you guys are helping me get through this, and I, I I I feel that I'm helping some of you get through this, and uh, we're all in this together. And uh, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, we're going to be together in person sooner rather than later. But regardless of any of that, I will be here tomorrow at 3 p.m. California time. And I look forward to seeing as many of you as can make it. And also tell your friends, tweet it, like it, re- repost it on other things. What's what's the new... Uh, uh, what is of course, Snapchat's over now everybody's on tiktok what's the next one after tiktok that's where we are that's where we're going all right don't give up there'll be plenty of time to give up later um be nice to an asshole and i'll see you tomorrow what is the next one what is the next one after tiktok we don't know mandy hale uh i can tell you podcast listeners has written several books she's a woman i think her most recent book is uh you might have assumed that from her name in uh, The Single Woman, Mandy shares her stories, advice, and enthusiasm for living her, her life as an empowered, confident, God-centered woman who doesn't just resign herself to being single. She enjoys it. She's written that. She's also written a book called uh, You Are Enough and Beautiful Uncertainty. Um, she likes being single. Uh, and uh, I guess I get it. If you're single, you got to like being single. And if you're married, try like being married. Try liking being married. Um Try like what, like what you're getting. <laughs> That's my advice. Like what you're getting. If you can learn to like what you're getting, you're going to be happier than if you dislike what you're getting. All right. You do the math. And I will see you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later.